are you to judge? Who are you to judge? Who are you to judge? Who are you to judge? In the back of my mind, I'm saying, who are you to judge? Who are you to judge? Who are you to judge? Podcast. Hey, 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 to my amazing Who Are You to Judge, Love and Light podcast family. We are back with episode number four, and y'all know how we do. Before we even start it, before we even get started, of course I have to pray. So, with that being said, I'm going to do something a little different. I was studying this week in Proverbs, and what I was told a couple years back, it was a minister that preached his sermon, and he said Proverbs was considered a professional action so basically saying god telling us the actions that we need to complete in order to stay obedient and be and and walk in his grace and mercy basically but i wanted to share one with you guys that i found extremely profound so i hope y'all find it profound it's proverbs 14 and 14 proverbs 14 14 it simply says the faithless will be fully repaid for their ways but the good rewarded for theirs So, when I started this podcast, I just wanted to give people a platform to uplift, to inspire, to motivate, and most of all, to share the goodness and mercy of God. So, let's get started. How about we pray? Most gracious, most merciful, King of kings, Lord of lords, Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this moment. We thank you for this podcast. I pray that you continue to be in the midst of everything that I am doing, that I am doing within your will, and I'll be careful to continue to give your name the glory, the honor, and the praise. Now, let's jump right into episode four of For You to Judge podcast. I am not my sins. It's Tion. My close friends and family call me T. Um, I'm 20 years old. <laughs> I've been on this journey I'm on for about a year and a half, give or take. Um, if we're being technical, I've really been on this journey for almost eight years, technically, unknowingly. Um, We moved to Texas about eight years ago in 2012. And honestly, moving here kind of broke me in a way that I didn't understand, but it was only for the better to build me up um, later on down the road. Hey, 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 to my amazing Who Are You To Judge podcast family. I am back with another banger. Um, I have a beautiful, a lovely, a very intelligent, gorgeous, I might add, young lady here with me today. I am going to let her introduce herself and uh, tell the folks how you know me. How, how did how did this happen? Yes, so my name is Tian. Um, I'm your niece. <laughs> One of many. The favorite. Y'all heard her. She said she was the favorite. Go ahead, though. <laughs> My name is Tian. Um, I'm your niece. I was born in Ohio. I guess you can say I was kind of raised there, but I grew up really in Texas, kind of. Um, we moved here when I was like 12. I had just turned 12. Um, we kind of moved here because there was a lot going on at the time. Like with me in school, I was getting in trouble. And then my dad had a job with like offers at the time out of state. So it was just like, do we stay here or do we leave? And with all the trouble I was getting in, you know, my family decided to leave, which was the best decision they could have ever made. Because honestly, if we wouldn't have moved, I don't know what would have became of my life in general. Cause I know moving here, I didn't make a complete 360, but it eventually got there. And I went through a lot to get there. You know, when we first moved here, I was really, really, really depressed. I was homesick or 
homesick. Like I, I thought I was homesick, but really I wasn't used to change. I wasn't expecting of change at the time. So I was really depressed because of that. And then coming here, I went from being in a really diverse place to like moving somewhere where it's not so diverse because we moved to San Antonio, which honestly, I didn't even know what this place was until (laughs) (laughs) So it was kind of like, oh, okay, where are we moving? But when we did move here, it was kind of like very different from what I'm used to back home because it's like, we have everybody literally, there's no color really, like I never saw color growing up until I moved here because then it was like, oh, okay, I see. <laughs> see, cool. and, and, and I just want to say on that and, and what I admire about what you just said, um, as you know, uh, I'm from Detroit. I grew up in Detroit. So when I moved to Ohio, it was a total opposite for me. When I got here, it was like, oh, it's not as much color. You know, I was used to the color. So for me, I had to change my mindset. I had to change. I had to find change. And you know this. I moved back and forth from Michigan to Ohio a couple times before I actually planted my feet and created a solid foundation. And when I did that, I do feel like I began a journey. And this this is a journey that I've been on for a while. So with what you just said, I truly admire your honesty and your authenticity to even talk about it. So I want to kind of backpedal before we get to where you are. Can we kind of talk about some of the things that you went through and that you experienced here in Ohio as um, being a young child, what pushed you into that depression? Like where, what caused you to be where you are? So um, when I was a kid, you know, I didn't really understand. Most kids don't understand. And sometimes, like, it's not the parent's fault, but sometimes they don't realize they have to slow down and take the time to to explain certain things because if not, confusion will start. You know, it's it's just like women in general. If you don't give us an answer, I'm going to make an answer. You know what I mean? Kids are the same way in general. It doesn't matter if it's boy or girl. If you don't give them an answer, some kids make up an answer in their head, and I was one of those kids, so it was just like, oh, I didn't realize, like, my parents are working so that we have this roof over our heads, so that we have food. You know, I was eating good food. We were never hungry, things like that. And those are things I wasn't really taking into account at the time. I was looking at it like, oh, my mom and dad are working, and I'm always in school, and then the teachers don't like me, the kids don't like me. So I was taking in everything negative and just soaking in that. And I feel like I was attracting like negativity around myself. So it was just nothing but negativity for me. Like in school, it was like I couldn't catch a break. I was just getting my work done, but then I would go talk and get in trouble. Or I would say the wrong thing and get in trouble. Or I would get suspended. So little things like that kind of made me realize like, oh my God, I really, really hate it here. Because those, those situations ended up, you know, evolving to worse situations so- from... Can I can I can I ask you can I ask you this when you said that some of the things that you went through and some of the things that you were experiencing not being able to appreciate mom and dad busting their behinds to so that you guys had all of these things now being grown and being in the position that you are currently in do you look back and see like wow my parents really worked hard for me do you appreciate it more being in the setting that you're in now certainly because honestly I'm not gonna lie it. I just realized this, like, from 18 to 20, I'm going on 21 in a couple months, you know what I mean? From 18 to 20 was such a big, 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 big change for me. Like, I feel like I had this big thing of, like, um, 
independence I wanted to project so bad. Like I wanted to be independent. I went and got a job at 15. I literally worked from 15 up until now. Like I've been working all my life. Like I've been doing good in school since we moved here. You know, I've been trying to do better. And it's just like, I see now that like before I didn't understand. And I, like I said, I didn't appreciate it. And I wasn't like thinking like, oh, my parents are doing this for me. And maybe they didn't have the time because they were younger and they wanted to prevent me from being in a situation like them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They were young when this, things happened and those things I wasn't able to understand as a kid. So now I look back at it and I'm like, oh, wow, I really didn't appreciate that my parents were working and they made sure we had everything we needed and that we had a house and we weren't starving because I look at it now and I see some of the things my friends go through and I've had a couple friends stay with me. I've had a couple friends need help and I've been there to help them. I've had a couple friends that didn't have good supportive parents and my parents were those supportive parents for them. So it's kind of like, I would never go looking back on it. I wish I had never done that, but it led me to be able to see why I was doing that and be able to stop that and be like, okay, hey, you know, I'm sorry I put y'all through this and I know y'all didn't understand why I was doing this and I wasn't able to explain it to you now, but here's where we are and where do we go from it? And you know I, what I, mean? I respect that. And I love that you stated that because I think it's like you respect the process. And I think over time, something that I've just recently realized here within the past couple of years is to respect everything that you've been through. And some of the times it may be hard. It may be ugly. It may be nasty. You know, we have to do that shadow work. We have to do that work where we look at ourselves and we see us in the most raw form and, and we face our demons And I think that's something that you get with age. And at one point in time in my life, I can't speak for you, but one point in time in my life, I personally felt like, oh, I wish I never went through that. But now I'm looking back like, no, I'm glad I went through that because if I didn't, I wouldn't be who I am now. And Mm -hmm. I, I, I admire that in you. If you could tell like a young child or a young girl or even a boy, you know what I mean, that are, they're being rebellious and they're going against what their parents have to say and what their parents see in them. If you could tell them something to help them to express themselves to their parent or a family member or someone, what would you say to them? Or let me ask this, is there anything that you could say to them? Yes. So I feel like personally, when when you're rebellious or when you're, upset or something with your parents when it's like a parent child situation you have to put yourself you have to legitimately take all biased opinions thoughts whatever you're holding against them you have to take that out and you have to sit in the middle and you have to say you know if if y'all were to go to counseling and your counselor sits in between y'all what is the counselor going to hear from you and from them you know what i mean take their shoes and put them on tie them up to the point where they fit your shoes put some socks in there you know fit it to yourself and actually put yourself in the other parent or the child's shoes and how would you react because I know personally when I was rebelling and things like that it was more so because I was thinking like oh I I, my mom didn't do this and she's not doing this and she's not doing this and when I have kids I'm gonna do this and you know what I mean but now I see like I was projecting what I thought she was failing in when the whole time you know she just didn't understand what I was going Going through through. or how absolutely But now I'm older, you know, and I'm able to communicate that, like, you know, hey, I don't think this was effective. I would have rather you talk to me like an adult when I was getting older. You know, you say, you want to act like an adult, I'm going to treat you like one, but we're not there yet. You know what I mean? If I was a kid, I would 
try to really communicate with your parents in the most non-disrespectful way that you can and let them know, hey, you know, I'm not trying to be disrespectful when I say this, but X, Y, Z, and get your point across. Because if you're being bad and throwing tantrums and just getting in trouble or, you know, doing all these things and just outright rebelling, your parents are going to see that as, oh, they just they, they just acting out. Like, I know I raised them better than that, and they know that, but they don't know how to put their actions or what they're doing into actual words that maybe they're scared of, like, a respect thing. Because that's what I was scared of for a while, boundaries within respect. Because for so long, it was like, if you say this is disrespect, but now I'm to a point where, well, if you respect it or you think it's disrespect, I'm telling you how I feel, right. and we can both agree to disagree. You know what I mean? But you have to be mature enough to have that type of conversation with your parents because if you're not, then you're just going to be looked at as a child because at the end of the day, that's how you're responding. If you want to be looked at as an adult, you have to act like one. So you going out and sneaking out or doing whatever because you think, oh, I'm rebelling against my parents. I'm doing what I want to do. Well, hey, I know my mom could have saved me from so many things. I know so many nights I did so many things or so many times I put myself in so many situations. My mom told me those nights, no. You can't go out, or you better not go out. You know what I mean? Your parents are telling you things for real. Some of our parents are very intuitive, or they feel things. You know, like, no, I, I have a bad feeling. I don't want you to go out. But some parents on the other end need to, instead of just saying, no, you can't go out, explain, like, hey, maybe I have a feeling, or I just want you to stay in tonight. Even if you make it very, like, rapport building. So it's like, you're not just saying no, and it's not like, I just said no, and it's just because I said no. Because me, I'm just like, dang, you just don't want me to have any fun. Like, you don't want me to do anything. But really, sometimes they're saving you from what you can't see. Yes. And that's, oh, my God, that's so beautiful. I actually uh, was watching this life coach earlier today, and she made a statement in that. And she said, when we tell us as African-American parents, and this is just speaking to the African-American community, no, nothing against anyone else. But when we tell our kids, no, because I said so or because I'm the mom, that's creating this dynamic that I'm better than you and I'm saying no. And I think one thing that I've realized within my childhood, some of the things that I've went through is to be able to allow my children to express themselves. And in the right. black community, I feel like when you allow your kids to express themselves, how they feel, it's looked at, oh, your child is disrespectful or they need to know that I'm an adult. And it's like, no, they have feelings too. They're people too. And that's that's honestly one one thing that I definitely express them. Yes, yes, and and I I, I respect it and I admire that. So, with that being said, um, what do you think is one of the biggest things that you have learned thus far? Okay, um, I've learned two things. I wrote them down here. Come on I with learned... the notes. Here, y'all go with these notes. This supposed to be off your head. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Not notes, always. But um, my biggest life lesson is about growth and my instincts or my intuition or however, Ooh. you know, people word it. I love that. Because, like, like you said, not to be disrespectful to anyone else's culture or race or anything like that, but in the black community, I feel like we, we tell our, our girls, like, oh, yeah listen to your intuition and things like that but you we i've never really heard these things until i got older like oh if you if you feel like something's not right then it's not right we don't teach them i feel like we don't we don't instill in them in a young age that hey this little feeling if you have a bad feeling something's going on yeah you need to, you need to speak up or you need to not do whatever you're going to do because i feel like 
it's not, and, and it's not to say that the parents are failing. It's just sometimes, again, our parents have us at such young ages that they don't realize these are things that they need to teach us because they didn't get the chance to really say, you know what, it's time for me to have a kid plan us out. You know, some of us. Absolutely. And you know what I mean? Things happen. So not all of our parents were ready for us. So they weren't ready to give us certain things that we needed to learn or needed to have in us. So one thing I feel like I would like want to have or, you know, that changed me the most is like, my instinct and and my growth because I know before I was like so close-minded I was such a close-minded person like I still to this day like I don't eat certain things just because if it looks ugly I won't eat it (laughs) I won't eat it but some things I'm getting out of the box like mangoes for the longest time I would not eat them just because the texture of them but they're so good now like it but that's just me being close-minded and not being open to change into different things one thing within growth if you want to grow and you want to get somewhere you have to be open to change and and things you're not used to because one thing like I said earlier I hated being here I was depressed for so long I was really really depressed I would cry every single day after school I, I was going through it and then next thing you know change happened but it's just because I wasn't accepting of the fact that I'm here in Texas. I'm not going back. There's no way for me to go back. Right. And the only option, you know what I mean? I wasn't accepting at the time. But when I accepted and say, you know what, let me get in some sports. Mm. Let me do this. Let me do this. I literally went from I hate this place to I love this place. And this is the place for me. And, and it really started the whole turn for me. Like, it wasn't even a 360. It was a 720 for me. Because I made a 360, and then I made another change that I didn't even know I was going to make. Yes. I became, I, I literally, me personally, some people may not think this, but I went from being a girl to a woman. I'm no longer a little girl. I'm not a, a, a whatever you, a kid, a child. I'm a grown woman now. You know, I see things differently. I've always been an old soul. I've always said that. But now I see what this old soul is. Now I'm, I'm going deeper into myself and I'm finding that, oh my goodness, th- there's a beautiful woman inside of me. That you, I was better say, of- you better speak life over yourself. <laughs> yeah. I was very scared before, you know, to let the woman, the change happen. But now that it's happening, it's like, okay, I see you. Let, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's kick it in gear. Let's get my life started. Let's prepare for what whatever the universe has for me you know what I mean and I what 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 I love about that and even with the title of this show who are you to judge for so long people are afraid to walk in their truth to walk in their light to walk in their purpose and their destiny because we're so afraid of being judged that we miss everything that we have that like you just said this beautiful soul that's within us we miss everything that can blossom about us and it's something that you just said about acceptance I believe when you find acceptance, you receive acknowledgement because you're acknowledging something. After Mm -hmm. you accept it, you acknowledge it. And when you acknowledge it, you find action. And where you find action, you find change. And those are my three A's to life. I love that you said that. I accept, I acknowledge, and I have action, and I change. So I I love that, and I see that growth in that, that, that life in you. And I think so many times, and and I want to say this, and this is nothing against any religion or anything like that. I think the craziest thing in the world is for people to feel like I'm right and you're wrong. 
Why? God gave us free will. We all have free will to do whatever we want to. And I don't think we understand that we hold ourselves to such high standards that we miss the facts that we're individuals. And when you are over there, let's say you're believing in the universe. I'm believing in Jesus. Someone else is believing in Muhammad. If we all sit down at the table and bring to the table our great qualities, we begin to see this beautiful masterpiece that the universe that God has given us and created. And that's what I see within you. I see you painting your Picasso. In my first book on day one, I mentioned in there where it says, um, people told Picasso he was trash. They told him his paintings would never sell. They told him he would never be anything. Well, May 19th of 2018, Picasso had a painting that sold for $115 million. Why? Because someone told him, you're not good enough. They, they put him in a box. Oh, he's crazy. He's different. But look at him now. In his death, his legacy is still paying his family. And that's what I admire about you. But I, and, and I just wanted to share that bit with you. If you, you if you could give advice to younger Tian, if you could tell your younger self one thing, what would you tell her? If I could tell my younger self one thing, it would be to let go of the things you cannot control and focus on what you can control. Ooh, say that for the people in the back. Say that one more time. People in the back that didn't hear them tap my back. <laughs> <laughs> But to let go of the things that you can't control and, you know, focus on what you can control. Because one thing that I learned, like, what really got me kicking on this journey, because I, I feel like I've been on this journey for a long time unconsciously. Mm-hmm. But consciously, I started my journey when I had this big breakup. I was in a relationship all of high school. You know, I was having fun. And I thought I was doing, you know, what I, I thought I was in love. I thought I was going to have a high school sweetheart and little things. And I realized that I gave myself up so much into a person that I almost lost myself. Yes. You know what I mean? I feel like some people are going to be like, what is she talking about? But I feel like soul ties are real. Whether they're... They are. Say that. Mental, emotional, they're, they're very real. And sometimes you don't realize it, but when you feel... When you start to feel so drained in a relationship, when you start out so happy, you start out so giddy up, you're like, oh, I'm going to see this person every day and things don't turn out as you want to see them to be, you know, sometimes we have to sit and reflect and be like, dang, I almost gave myself to this person. And when I did that, I literally was like, how am I going to get over this? Because I tried so many times, you know what I mean? This was almost a five-year relationship. I just didn't, I don't know what my little brain thought it was going to do. But one day <laughs> I got up and I said, you know what, I'm going to get this over. And for some reason, the serenity prayer came into my head. And I said, Ooh. I find the serenity prayer. So I found it and I wrote it down. And then when I wrote it down, another thing came in my head. Let go of what you can't control and focus on what you can control. And then, boom, I wrote that down. And then, for some reason, you know, sometimes I write my shadow work down. I have little papers and stuff I do shadow work on just to get it out. But some of the work, most of the shadow work I've done is in my head. That was the first day I ever did shadow work. I asked myself, I sat and cried to myself and asked myself, why am I like this? Why am I the way I am? Why am I so attached? Why can't I ever just let people go? Why do I get so attached to people that, you know what I mean? I just feel like they can't leave me or I have to have them or I'm going to die. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then boom, hit me. Everything started. All these situations. And I'm like, oh, it's not them. It's me. (laughs) 
It's like it's like a beautiful room with all these beautiful lights. And when that light clicks on, you're looking around like, oh, that's what that meant. Oh, that's why that happened. Oh, oh, wow, this is so cool. You know what I mean? And it's like you begin to sit in this space. And you look at everything that was meant to break you. You begin to look at that painting from Picasso that we just <laughs> talked about. And you're like, wow, this came together very beautifully. You right. just stated something about the serenity prayer. And I actually was going to mention that in the last time I was just speaking with you. I was I was really about to mention that. Do you know your grandfather? I have a picture upstairs that he gave me. Whenever he would give me anything, it was always the serenity prayer. I didn't, and I'm being honest. I'm going to be honest. He gave it to me on a lot of different things. My first time really sitting down and allowing that to embody me and take it in was probably like a year ago where I sat down and I really looked at the words of the serenity prayer and I realized like wow I've had the key to changing my life the entire time it's just you never you never pay attention to it and I love that I love your wisdom I love your knowledge I love the nuggets and I hope y'all listening because she's dropping some great jewels for free um next time you're gonna pay for it just <laughs> should give right, y'all y'all, youtube and patreon it ain't gonna be free no yeah more. see she give y'all y'all better take it while it's coming so <laughs> uh one thing i can ask somebody that has been through let's say that 12 year old that 14 year old that 15 year old that 13 year old that is not aware of why they're so angry why they're so rebellious if you can talk to them, if you could say something to them that could possibly help them along their journey, because you know how we are when we're kids, we don't listen. But if you could have that opportunity to have their ear for two minutes, what would you say to them? How would you help them to better? I mean, we know they're going to have to go through the things that life has planned for them or that God has planned for them. What, what, what would you tell them? Well, if, if they're around the age that, you know, I moved here and I was going through my thing, you know, middle school-ish, going to high school, that age, I would ask you, you know, are you ready for the truth? Because sometimes what we're looking for isn't what we expect. Yes, Lord. Literally, it's not what we expect. When you, like me sitting down, like I said, I, I did that shadow work. I asked myself, what's wrong with me? I went through a breakup. And I'm asking myself, what's wrong with me thinking, oh, the answer is going to be something within my relationship, something I did. What was wrong with me had nothing to do with that at all in a little, you know, the slightest way. Mm -hmm. It was a piece of trauma that I had unconsciously erased from my brain, did it for like, I, I, I was a kid to the point where, you know, that's something, why, why would you remember that? How do you remember that? You know what I mean? But it's just like. Are you ready for that? Because I know at the time I was, but someone at the age that I was at originally going through this change and not ready to accept it, I wouldn't have been ready for that. I wouldn't have known how to take it or how to understand it or where to go with it. You know what I mean? So you have to really ask yourself, are you ready to fully be honest with yourself? Are you ready for yourself to reveal to you your demons, your shadows, which you need to work on as a person? Because sometimes we project we go around projecting all day we we oh we're talking about this person when we're really low-key talking about, about ourselves, ourselves. We're, we're really talking about ourselves you know what i mean mm -hmm. so we go around projecting all day but it's just like are you really ready to be real with your stuff because i know sometimes even today when i do my shadow work i started and i'm like hmm 
You know, I yes, yes, yes. yes. You know, I'm not even put this paper down for a lie. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm Absolutely. Really not- Say that again. Say that again. Let me put this paper down before I lie. I love that. I love that. And and a lot of times my my husband will ask me, your uncle, he'll say, uh, <laughs> he'll ask me, why are you so quiet? And it's like, I'm quiet because I don't want to lie. I'm quiet because I don't want to tell you something that's not wrong because I'm not ready. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to face this by myself. I'm trying to explore this with myself. I'm trying to explore what does this mean before I tell you, you understand what I'm saying? And I respect that. And I, and I think if the world had so much of that, if we begin to heal ourselves internally, I think we could heal the world in general, because like you just said, we walk around projecting so much of who we are, our insecurities onto someone else that we can't even fix our problems because I'm too busy you know looking at you it's easier to point the finger than it is for you to sit back and look at yourself and like hey I need to fix myself um and I respect that but I just wanted you to know I named your title of this particular podcast I am not my sins simply because it taught me something I think for so long you walked around being attacked because of things that you had done by those people, including myself, that was projecting things that I was going through on you and everyone else. And it took for me to fix what was going on internally within me for me to be able to sit and acknowledge that. And I think you've done a lot of acknowledgement within yourself. And you've said, I'm not my sins. I'm working on my sins. I could talk about my sins. I could talk about the things that I've done. And I respect that. And why I wanted to have you here, because there are so many young ladies that I want to see you. I want them to see this authenticity within this beautiful soul that is um, got some amazing things going on we about to talk about here. Um, I want them to see that. And I want them to see you just because you went through certain things in your past, no matter how deep rooted they are, you can get past it. And I right. think you're a living testimony that you're still working on it. So, with all that being said, let's bring this thing to a lighter note. Let's talk about some of the amazing things that you have going on right now that I'm super proud of her. You know, Tyra Banks, um, I don't know if she, is Tyra Banks still big? You know, uh, Cynthia Bailey, Modeling Agency, you know, you run across this podcast. Uh, my niece is ready for you. But let's tell them some of the things you got going on. So, um, as of last year, I started modeling. A lot of people used to tell me in school and stuff like, you're so skinny, but it's a model and things like that. And then my friend from high school, he designed some clothes and then one thing led to another and now I'm model. Um, I just got my full on, um, what do they call it? Portfolio built up. Okay. (laughs) You You better display them credentials. All of them. All of them. And I have my YouTube going. Okay, okay. And we're going to drop all of that in the description, FYI. Yes, yes. And then, um, what else do I have? I have a lot going on here. (laughs) This beautiful, Um, wonderful, amazing relationship. Can we talk about how good that's going? (laughs) We definitely can. (laughs) See, and that's beautiful. Your smile, your... Aura, your energy just lets me know that the windows of heaven have opened and you have been blessed and and I see it and I love it and I love that you are finding you. Um, Do you have a cash app? 
Cash up. Yes, I do. Um, let me just go ahead and uh, get <laughs> So I will definitely drop the cash app down in the description, but y'all know how I do for those of you that are listening via iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play, or SoundCloud. So why don't you go ahead and tell the people that beautiful cash app if they want to be a blessing to you and your journey. Yes. Um, if you want to be a blessing to me... <laughs> Well, thank you. <laughs> my name is going to be, you know, you got to put the dollar sign because Cash App don't play that. <laughs> and then it's going to be Tion Spears. Just my first name and my last name. That's it, y'all. T-I-O-N-N-E-S-P-E-A-R-S. Don't forget the dollar sign in the beginning. But um, if uh, you would like to, would you like to leave my listeners with a bit of wisdom um, or some of those amazing nuggets that you have? Yes. Um, okay. One thing I can tell you, no matter how old you are, no matter what you're going through, no matter who you're going through it with, don't wear your heart on your sleeve ever. Mm-hmm. Never allow people the opportunity to steal the joy that you possess within yourself. Because one thing I've learned is that people don't make me mad. I allow people to make me mad. You I, allow, I vibrate at high energies and I allow them, they're, they're vibrating at low energies. And when I get mad with those low energy people, they steal my energy and then I become low right with them. So don't let people steal your energy. Do not wear your heart on your sleeve yes. and always stand up for what you believe in, period. Because your gut, is, is that's what you believe in. And if it's telling you something is not right or whatever you're doing is not the right step where you should be going, don't do it. Because a lot of us block our paths that we're supposed to be on by forcing things that, you know, God and, you know, the universe, whoever you look to, you know what I mean? Those those doors open when you stop forcing doors to, to open. To open. They, they're closing for you. They don't need you to open. <laughs> That's when it's like, oh, okay. I made a left when I was supposed to make a right. Now I got an hour extra added on to my time when you really could have had. You're still going to get to your destination. Never, never, ever say that you're not going to get there. Just know you you get more bumps in the road. You already have enough bumps as it is. That's just how life is. They hand you different bumps. But when when you start going on a different path, that's when you start hitting those extra bumps. Mm. You have a smooth speed bump every, every now and then. I love but yeah. that. Yourself, love yourself trust yourself I love that and I want to thank you and I love you and I appreciate you for being here with me and even um, deeming me worthy enough to speak with me today and kind of be able to share a bit of who you are and the knowledge and the gifts and the talents that you have in you and I can't wait to continue to watch you flourish and grow into this beautiful, amazing woman that you are. So I want to send you all of the love. I want to send you all of the light and all of the peace that I have within me. And once again, beautiful people, this is my niece, y'all. Show her some love on that cash app. I, I truly appreciate it. And as always, you know, me and your uncle going to do a little something for you. So we're sending love, we're sending light, and we're sending positivity to each and every one of you. Thank you so much, Tian, for being here with me. Thank you. Have a good night. You too. Bye. Bye. Wow. How awesome.
awesome is God? You see, I wanted to create this platform for people from all walks of life. Whether you believe in the Holy Spirit, whether you believe in the Holy Trinity, whether you believe in Muhammad up there flying on a ship, no matter your belief, at the end of the day, I want you to understand that God Almighty holds the power and he can change anything. And if you have not heard anything that I said throughout this podcast, I want to provide you with the three A's, acceptance, acknowledgement, and action. Where there is acceptance, there can always be acknowledgement. And where there is acknowledgement, there can always be action. So I'm sending love, I'm sending light, and I'm sending positivity to each and every one of you. Love and light to you all. Who are you to judge? Who are you to judge? Who are you to judge? In the back of my mind, I'm saying, who are you to judge? Who are you to judge? Who are you to judge? Podcast.